it's your boy Tommy via Raw Sex. We're going to jump right into it and um, read this post to you guys. When you use rape, incest, disability, poverty, foster care as the reason abortion is necessary, you are telling millions of people who were conceived in or have overcome these circumstances that their life is not valuable. Our worth as humans isn't conditional, it is inherent. Now, before I get into this, yesterday I made a, I made a statement in regards to this. And it's funny, I, re- I, read, I made that statement yesterday and then I happened to read this today. And um, the statement that I had made was along the lines of um, basically stating you have people who talk about, you know, these very rare occurrences. I mean, I think it's a safe thing to say that out of 50 women who get pregnant every day, every 50 for every 50 women who find out they're pregnant every day, maybe one to two of them um, are rape or incest victims out of 50. It's not 25, it's, which is what you would need for me to take anything you say serious, meaning half and half. It's a 50-50 chance, right? I wouldn't even say it's 10. I'd, I'd say out of every 50 women in America, let's just look at America, where this abortion thing is being talked about the most right now. Out of every 50 women in America who take a pregnancy test and find out they're pregnant today, as we speak, matter of fact, today. And today's date is the 17th. I would say maybe two are rape victims. Um, the rest of them knowingly had sex, knowing what the possible outcomes of sex is. And I can almost guarantee you that out of those 25, the ones who would even want to be pro-abortion or anything like that, these are unmarried women who fornicated. When God gave us what we call law or rules or sins, it was really just instructions. These things help you avoid things like this. You don't really hear about too many married women saying, I'm going to go get an abortion or I've been thinking about getting an abortion. Abortion is something that is rampant amongst people who having sex outside of holy matrimony. It is really that simple. We could play whatever game with this we want to play, but that is the truth. Okay. My whole thing is this. If we want to look and say, let's make something completely accessible, completely legal, and tell everyone also in the process don't have any opposing opinions about it. Um, because of rare occurrences, if we were to take that same mentality, ladies, because that's, that's what's talking about this, right? Ladies and their gay best friends, right? And men who worship women. If we were to take these things, that same mentality and say, okay, well, fine. We're going to make abortion a full thing. Nobody's going to be able to say anything bad about it. Nobody's going to be able to have their opinions on it. Nobody's going to be able to present their facts on it. Nobody's going to be able to use the Bible to get biblical with it. Then fine. But then we're going to then allow other different type of things as well for every group that feels like, well, I know all of us don't go through this, but what about the few of us who have to go through this or go through that? I'm I I'm I don't think those same women who are pro-abortion would like Earth too much. 
they wouldn't even be worried about no abortion and health care and oh, men shouldn't make laws about women's bodies. And let's talk about those laws. So if men shouldn't make laws about women's bodies, why, why be picky with it? Let's get rid of all the laws that have anything to do with women's bodies, whether they include men or not. If it in, once it includes women and their physical, their phys, their physical state safety and their health care, let's get rid of them because it's the men that are running to be politics and the women that are running to do hair and makeup. So, yes, it's going to be men making laws about your body. But since you don't like men making laws about your body and that's that's the general statement, you're not saying you don't like men making laws about, you know, your womb or specific pregnancy. You said your body's right. So let's get rid of all those laws that protect your body, too. You know, those same laws that would give a, time, a, a man more time for the same crime a woman would commit. What about those ones? How about we don't give automatic custody to women no more? Since, I mean, they clearly, you know, want options. And we just let the judge look at who's more fit of a parent. Well, you're on OnlyFans, you're stripping, you're getting fluid out all day. And yes, he doesn't make much money, but he's at home. He's stable. Half of y'all will lose y'all kids. The other half of y'all would be locked up. The other half of y'all would be in debt. Right? And would have probational temporary times to pay off certain fees or do certain things. Right? So what, what does that world look like? If we were to say to men, okay, men, what is something that you guys want because a few of y'all deal with these things? All right. I feel like I've made my point. Now I want to ask this simple questions, these simple questions, right? And I talked about this same mentality. You have this new modern woman who wants to speak for everybody. And they want to take the complete order of things and flip them. And in the Bible, it says that the devil was going to try to exalt his kingdom above God's. That also means he was going to try to take the order of things the way God made them to work. Works perfectly, especially for the glory of God and the kingdom. So the devil wants to take everything that's in order and make it a different order. Right. And just like he did in the Garden of Eden, he's going through the woman to do that. A lot of people talk about this transgender thing and they say, oh, this is the devil, blah, blah, blah. But they don't realize that at the end of the day, if when men first started dressing up as women, women said, "Uh uh-uh, it would not have happened. It would not. There would be no transgender agenda. That's a fact. It doesn't matter what men. and And I'll explain this to you using this almost metaphorical scenario. I was talking about this the other day. We were talking about how racist people we blame the parents say well the parents taught them that you know kids aren't born with hatred they're taught hatred but i said i made a good point and i'm gonna stick to it i'm gonna say it matter of fact right now i was gonna make a whole episode about it but i'll just add it to this one i said well at the end of the day the parents can say whatever they want to say but if when those white kids and mexican kids and asian kids or whatever their parents tell them hey don't hang out the blacks don't date the blacks right cool they can hear it but if they went to school and didn't see us fighting, if they didn't turn on our music and hear murder, 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 beware, 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 use these dudes for money, if they didn't get treated, if, if we were upstanding citizens, 
they would look at their parents saying, Mom, I mean, I, I know I know you said don't hang out with the black kids at school or don't date black guys or don't date black girls, but this black woman is the best woman I've ever dated in my life. This black man treats me better than any of the white or Mexican men around here or Spanish men or whatever. My black friends are very kind. They're educated. They're smart. They're well-spoken. They're anti-violent. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what people are saying or what they're pushing. If the thing's behind it, then it, it, it doesn't have any merit. It has no life form outside of what people are saying. So, you know, these people... So, so my bad, I had to cut that for a second. When what I'm saying is basically the, in references, it doesn't matter what people are always doing. If there's nothing that can also come behind it, I can say whatever I want to say, but if nobody comes behind it, right, it has, it doesn't do, really do anything. So it, it don't matter because some people can say, well, Tommy, these men dress up. It don't matter. I guarantee you if women were like, no, this is the ultimate form of toxic masculinity I've ever seen. This is true misogyny. This is truly oppressive. A bunch of men thinking that if they just dress up as us, they get our privilege, they get our, you know, they can just live life like us. Is that all we are? It's just looks? Because you don't have a period. You didn't have to grow up like this, right? The same way we wouldn't just let a white person at 25 years old or even 12 years old say, well, I'm black because I feel like I'm black. You don't, you have a choice. Whatever we go through as women, we didn't have a choice in it. We face it. We run from it. We hide from it. We fight it. We go along with it. But either way it goes, we don't have a choice. Just like black people don't have a choice. Right? So my whole thing is he's been using them. So I looked at, I remember stuffing as simple as even this whole Me Too movement. And there were women that were like not trying to say it publicly but admitting that some of these things that these feminists and most of them are lesbians and women who don't really want a man anyway um were saying don't do to women at all but they're speaking for all women it's like hold on there's still women who like these things you don't like um you don't like when a man as we call it in the black community hollers at you in the white community, they call it catcalling, right? You don't like that. But there's women who wake up every morning and get dressed up and do their hair and their makeup or whatever. And if they were to go through a whole day and not one man try to speak to them, they would go home and feel depressed. So you're trying to create a world because of you and your selfish intent. And this is why I keep talking about selfishness. And I'm starting to realize that a lot of the root of the social problems that we see Satan constructing within our modern society, it roots back to a form of selfishness. When you think about what abortion really is, ultimately, it is selfish. It is self-serving. You're not even thinking about the man that you laid down. You guys laid down and became one together. What is sex? Sacred exchange of energy, right? It's a sacred exchange. You lay down and you had sex. 
you didn't think about him. You don't care about if your parents want grandkids, if you'll ever be able to have kids again. You don't you don't think about none of that. You don't think about why God put you in a position to have this child, whether you were raped, incest, regular sex, whatever. This child might be something. Can I imagine for anybody who does care or love Jesus Christ, if Mary would have had access to abortion. So, you know, this is scary. I, I just got birthed. I just got impregnated by a spirit. I'm not ready for this. I don't know what is going to come from this. Uh-uh. I'll go get an abortion. That is completely because she would have the free will to do it. And I'm pretty sure God would intervene. Divine intervention is real. But overall, humans have free will. And that is completely you living with your will and not the Lord's. How can abortion not be satanic when it's literally the most opposite of any form of order? It's the most unnatural thing you can do. The only thing that we really can do on this planet is continuously reproduce. Everything else is not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed that all of us are going to be millionaires and self-made bosses or get educations or that we're not going to be living in a war zone or that we are. But war zone, no war zone, as we've seen, right? You look at Syria, they still got kids coming out, right? Uh, Poverty, wealth, black, white, doesn't matter. There needs to be reproduction. I seen a post one time and it was funny. Shout out to the black man's keeper on Instagram. Right? And she says, gay people have to rely on straight people to reproduce more gay people. Reproduction is the complete essence of this whole big thing that we're doing here. Not to mention every single one of y'all who are for this abortion thing and are going so hard about it would not be here if someone chose to do this optional thing that you you want an option for so it's almost like a you need to speak for yourself type thing you're saying men shouldn't make laws about women's bodies but i don't think one group of jaded women should be able to speak for all women's bodies either yeah because And how inconsiderate are you? You're being selfish because you don't think about when you go out there and you scream that a rape baby pretty much is not valuable. There are rape babies listening to you. And now some of them are so warped. They've just joined you because they're like, well, my life must be meaningless, meaningless. There's incest babies all around the world watching you be so inconsiderate and insensitive. Because you are so hooked on what men shouldn't be doing and men shouldn't and get out of if I want an old white man in my vagina, then I'll go have sex with one. You're so caught up in poverty. There's impoverished children right here in America, Chicago, Atlanta, Detroit, New York, Miami, Oklahoma, every every state. And not even just the hood. People forget there's white impoverished people in the trailer parks and Mexicans as well. And Asians too. There's impoverished people listening to you saying, wow, so my, my life must not be valuable. But you don't you don't you don't care about that when you're promoting all of these things, not even just abortion, this trans kids being trans. Oh, they were born in the wrong body. You're telling people that they were born in the wrong body and you think you're better than me. You think that your message is is a more righteous message and mine is full of hate from my hateful God and and I'm not even going to say it, but blank the Bible and all these things. But you're literally telling children 
you you would tell a child or you would you would um give confirmation and validation to a child who might feels like there's something so wrong with him that they literally changed their whole entire identity and walk of life how many suicides do you guys promote at that point how many people have and are going to kill themselves because of what you're fighting for and what are you fighting for things that have nothing to do with you you're a lesbian you're a feminist nobody really wants to put a baby in you you want to make trans kids you're not a kid you're an adult like it's you're pushing all these things right and everything comes back down to selfishness you tell a child who cares if your dad wants to grow up and play baseball with you who cares if your dad wanted to pass his legacy on to you who cares that your mom was so happy that she had a son who cares who cares you should have a choice who cares about God's will God made you a man for a reason so now every time we walk down the street and we see these people what we're looking at is literally someone who has took in taken excuse me the advantage of God's free will and completely squandered his will and his plan if that's not the literal epitome of satanic then what is what is I tell you that's more important to Satan than seeing someone shoot someone or anything like that seeing people ultimately it's not about shooting someone because to me all these things are the same it's not about lying it's not about being a trans or, or gay or fornicating with mad women as a man or any of this stuff dishonoring your parents it's about do what you feel and forget God's will forget God's way forget Yahweh do it Yahweh And if that's not the complete epitome of satanic, then what is? What is? See, you know, I I, I ain't gonna lie. And, you know, one of my mentors told me this. He said, you know, I don't like to think like this, but sometimes you got to kind of put yourself in the mindset of the devil to understand his trickery. If you was a devil and we know we know the basis of the devil right I'll tell you this right quick the devil besides Jesus once was one of God's favorite people that can store up jealousy that me and you don't even have the the our human brains could not comprehend the level of jealousy that would create okay anyways if you was a devil you wouldn't even be worried about a gang member shooting another gang member as much as you would be focused on this what we're talking about now these abortions and these out of order things because a gang member can be out of order in this moment and then go home and cry about it and pray and go back to the roots that he has i mean as we know if you've ever been in the streets been to jail you know there's plenty of dudes in the streets who still believe in god but how often do you meet these people who believe in god and they probably would never kill nobody a day in their life but i guarantee you right now they're more destructive to society than anybody shooting some dude because he wearing a red bandana I promise you that and I didn't know a lot of people don't want to hear that I mean it must be hard even if you were to listen to me and actually take heed to it to know that you are more destructive to, to society and to God's kingdom than even a gang member and you 
go to work at Starbucks every day and come home and you never would kill nobody. You've probably never even stole a, cha- a piece of chapstick from Walmart. But you're like, wow, this dude just told me I'm. Yeah, because you're destroying order. Somebody said, well, what about the gamer? Oh, I'm not. Oh, he don't get a pass. I'm just simply saying at the end of the day, he still could be a man. He could still believe in God. He could still repent. He he sins. It's a difference between and, and and I've talked to a lot of other people who agree with me. It's a difference between a sin and living in it. And this mentality, this spirit, is a is the most destructive spirit on the face of earth right now. Because it does away with the law. I was watching a video last night and the guy, I think it's, what's his name? Let me see if I can tell you the guy's name. He he has some pretty good videos. He calls it Beyond uh, the Word. And his name, I want to say is Brandon. Isn't it funny when you need something to work, it goes slow? Hurry up. As soon as you need something to work, it starts going slow. Um... talking about in Revelations the the references to the the Nikolai Nicolations I think they Nicolai Nicolai's whatever they people called and how they felt like they didn't have to follow law because they knew the law yeah his name is Brandon Robbins on YouTube he has some good videos beyond the, he has a, a bunch of series beyond the word series so the this this way of well I don't have to follow law or law doesn't pertain to me because at the end of the day I don't break it but I'm destroying the order yeah you're worse you are way worse and you're leading so many people to different forms of darkness because there's a lot of vulnerable people in the world and as I go out I go out every day and roam the city every day except for Saturday. But, you know, for the most part, every day I go out and I might go out today. And what I've learned is that there's a lot of vulnerable people out here. And they're looking for some something they can touch. So, and the devil knows that and God knows that. So, the devil is sending his people everywhere. And I, I, I'm going to call out the Christian community right now I'm gonna call everybody out and I know I hope that you feel convicted in your spirit the devil's army right now is is winning they're bold they'll go anywhere with their rainbow flags they'll go anywhere and demand anything we live in a country that is so called under God and God we trust blase but my license tag says in God we trust I ain't even asked for it to say that it just says that like all this stuff but where's our where's our crosswalk how come we don't have a crosswalk Over, almost every major city in America now got a rainbow crosswalk in it some of them got several they put their flags all over I was in Chicago they got a whole area called Boys Town and they got rainbow flags everywhere on every street pole where the cross where the cross is at we only allowed to put those on our property. Guarantee you, you move to Midtown Atlanta somewhere and put a cross in your yard, they will come knock on your door and ask you to remove it. Even though every other house, y'all don't hear me though, even though every other house 
got a rainbow flag on it and a sign that says science is real, love is love, women's rights are all right. You know, those stupid signs you see everywhere. Hmm. They got coexist flags everywhere. And while they're trying to teach these, I guess, what they consider is love and what they consider is the right way and and acceptance and things like that. Which no great empire ever has thrived off of acceptance. When you watch the movie Black Panther, which actually is funny, I'm actually watching it right now, which I've seen it before, but I was watching it earlier today. Right. I've always had a problem with why Uconda, I mean, uh, excuse me, Wakanda didn't let nobody else get no vibranium. I'm like, yo, share that, you know? And they would argue with like, well, hey, you know, if we start to accept people, they bring all they st- I'm starting to see that segregation, and when I say that, I don't mean the segregation that we know from the 60s and stuff like that, but separation is actually a great thing. You know, we welcome those who want to change but separation is a definitely a great thing. It's an amazing thing. And I've been proposing this idea now for several weeks now. Mostly to myself. But I'm going to say. It would be nice if America would just say. You know what? We got 50 states. From now on we're going to make every state for a, for a group of people. We shouldn't have to live amongst this stuff no more. You know? Like, you know, y'all want abortions or everybody want abortions and want kids to be trans and 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 all this other stuff. Y'all all can go to California. We will claim Texas Us Christians and conservatives will go to Texas. You can put all the uh, whoever in this state and every state could just be a state for everybody. Y'all do what y'all want to do there. Seriously, you know what I'm saying? United States, it ain't working. It ain't been nothing but destruction ever since America started accepting other religions, and we're gonna—that's how it started. Acceptance don't do nothing good for really anybody, right? I mean, let's let's look at it from the flip side. Let's try to put ourselves in the mindset of these these radical liberals right now and say, hey, if they were to accept us, we would come in there and destroy what they're thinking about. Right? Acceptance ain't always good, man. You know what I'm saying? Think about it, bro. Think think about it. So, they want us to do all this and do all that. But guess what? These folks don't even accept themselves. They want to kill their baby. They want to change the way they look. They want to change their identity. They want to change their gender. They don't even accept themselves. And as they preach all this love, they don't even stop and think about all the people that they're talking about, that they think they're advocating for. How would you feel if you was a product of rape, but you, like this lady said in this post, and this is a lady who posted this. Her name is Lila or Leela Grace Rose. How would you feel if you was a rape child, a product of rape, and you overcame it and you got the therapy and you turned to God or whatever. I don't know. But you overcame it. And you said, I'm not going to be confined nor defined by things that have nothing to do with me. 
and you look out into the world and you've been hanging out with girls and you've been following this feminism doctrine and all this stuff and these people out there talking about your life like it's not valuable because of what it comes from and to the point where you should have been killed while you was in the womb to avoid depression but you're not depressed but hearing something like that might make you depressed it goes back to this to this new widespread definition of rape where it's to the point where you have women now that are having to literally get therapy because they're traumatized by situations that they didn't even care about when it happened until the me too movement came and said hey girl you were raped oh a guy had sex with you while you was drunk oh you were raped and she was like whoa wait and they hear that over and over again and it's natural for us as humans to be sympathetic and we start to become sponges and magnets of other people's emotions and you hear these stories and you're like wait well I was and now she needs therapy for something that she could have lived for the rest of her life and been okay and some of y'all would say well nah she was never okay she needed to go through that so she can get it out no now she didn't kill herself what about that girl see what happens when we let these jaded Satan driven people who don't feel like they're satanic because they don't get down and put candles on the floor and draw pentagrams and drink goat blood and pray to Satan and all hell the dark whatever but in my opinion they worse than those people if you want to be if you want to be quite those people to me are are, are like 50 year olds who sit around reading comic books all day like it, I don't even take them serious it's you who is the, who is the problem and a lot of y'all see it's like sitting in a room that stinks you don't notice it at first till you go somewhere that smells good and you come back and you know oh, snap whoa it's really stinks in here so right now you don't realize it but if you come out for just one second you are open-minded enough to go into that room. Well, be open-minded to come out for, come out of it and hear what's going on over here for a second. Guarantee you when you go back, you're going to see it stinks. But see, you don't want that because you've grown to have an identity now rooted in this world, the secular world, the world that's ran by the prince of the air, Satan himself. You So you don't, you scared to lose that identity. I, one thing I've, I've always been proud of me I ain't never been scared to lose an identity ever even simple things right there was once a time where I was so anti-Trump I was part of a a group here in Atlanta called well it's a, it, they have chapters everywhere but the Atlanta chapter of refused fascism where we literally organized protest against Trump as I was doing that of course I posted almost everything on my Instagram my old Instagram page that my ex-girlfriend went and hacked and deleted um, but I had pictures and videos of me holding up signs that said anti-Trump and, and it's crazy on that same page which is gone now if you were to scroll down you would literally watch me go from being completely Democrat to completely anti-Democrat and I never went back and deleted anything because I wanted people to see you could come out of something it's okay to say hey I was led wrong I fell for it you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And I came out of it. I, I think seeing a transformative journey is important. That's why I'm not going to delete any of the old episodes on this podcast. Right? Some of them I might only because, not because I'm ashamed of what I said, but because I don't want to lead anybody astray. 
but I have no intentions of doing that anytime soon. That's why I have not taken the pictures of me down off my Instagram where I'm flashing money or, or holding a bottle of liquor. I like for people to go there and see, well, dang, see, they, they come see me looking all perfect, right? Because everybody's not going to ask me my story and I'm not going to just keep posting it, right? But they come in and they, see, they scroll down to the bottom, but I don't have that many pictures, so they, it won't take them long. They see, well, dang, look what he was doing just a couple years ago. He was drinking, he... He was partying. Look at him. He's holding up cash. I know he was in the streets doing something to get that money. That's street money. But look, as you go up, things just change. And then look, here's a video of him getting baptized. From that video on, everything else is clean. Some people need to see that and I'll be that person. Now, y'all liberals who are listening, yours, and I'm just using the word liberal for lack of better terms, honestly. You, some of y'all don't even realize you're not even liberal. I've talked, I've, I've, I've exposed liberals to themselves and showed them that you're not even a liberal. You're just going with the crowd right now. You are like basically one of those type of people. They say, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And you just happen to fall for obviously what's being shoved down your throat because this is what's popular. This is what the media tells you is the acceptable thing. Like this is the right thing. And that's the opinion. What those Christians are saying, what those conservatives are saying, what Candace Owens is saying, those are opinions. This is what's fact. And I mean, I, I mean, I don't blame some people. That's why I always ask God for grace and mercy over all of us, right? And everybody moves at different rates. I can't judge them because at one point I felt the same way they felt about a lot of things. I remember saying things like, oh, I'm pro-choice. You know, I think women should be able to get it because what about rape? Yeah, me. You hear me? Do you hear me now? So that should show you something. Yes, I was that person. I was the person that said, I don't know. I think God might be a woman. I was a person that used to call myself a free spirit. I was a person that understood the gays. I was a person that was like, let people live, do what they want to do. Yes, believe it or not. I know some of y'all are like, what? Now, I've always been more rooted in, and that's what made me wake up and realize, is I was like, wait a minute, I don't necessarily stand for everything these people stand for. I just like this one thing, right? But when I was younger, I went through a very new age phase where I was meditating and trying to use the law of attraction and learning about crystals. And and I believed that women could get abortions and that there's a possibility that God could be a woman. I didn't really fully believe that when I said it, but it was popular. So I said it, you know, and oh, I'm a free spirit and all this other stuff. Right. And it was a very short phase I went through in life. But. Luckily for me, I had roots. I had foundation. But luckily for me, I was pulled out of that really quickly once I realized what it really was. And once I realized what it really was and who I was really serving and what I was really helping to push to, I was like, oh, no, this isn't good. This isn't good at all. Right. I can't do that. So I was like almost like a a antichrist. And what it is is the antichrist spirit. Everybody's looking for this guy. And it's cool. He'll he'll be here. He's probably already here more than likely. He's probably being ushered in right now as we speak. But the spirit is is here. That's the most important thing. John the Baptist, right, was the one who paved the way for Jesus Christ to come do what he was doing, right? Well, the Antichrist spirit is going to pave the way because without the Antichrist spirit, the spirit of an Antichrist going throughout our nation and becoming the majority to the point where you have lukewarm people, you have people who are like literally protesting this stuff. But at the end of the day, it's here and it's in most people, right? That lukewarm spirit, literally 
I've lost 30 followers on Instagram just in two weeks, just from just from literally posting Bible verses, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, literally, like, that's it. 30 followers down the drain, gone, boom. You know, like, this is serious stuff. These people, the spirit is so heavy on them. They're so convicted in the spirit. They so want to live lives where they can continue to make these mistakes that they know they're making is mistakes. They continue to do things that they don't even like to do, but they just feel like they have to do it. They're slaves to these things. These people are their slaves to these things um, because they've grown to have an identity in it. Now, I remember when I first realized that I was not as anti-Trump as I thought I was, and I really wasn't, I didn't want to stand with these people I was protesting with because they stood for other things, and I understood then. At first, I was like, hey, People are going to look at me real crazy and I start talking about some. No, actually, vote for Trump, if anything. Don't vote for this Biden guy. They're going to look at me really crazy. But I didn't care. I said, I don't care. I've been wrong before. I'll probably be wrong again. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's life. Yes. I'm the guy that was just telling y'all, come on, let's go protest against Trump. Let's get him impeached. Now I'm saying vote for him. You you dang right. Just like I voted for Obama at one point, And about five years later, I said, yeah, I don't ever want to see this guy in office ever again right so it's life hey i was a drake fan i wasn't a drake fan i was a drake fan again i wasn't a drake fan again it is what it is so my whole thing is this at the end of the day this group of people cannot be the definition of love they can't be when they're that inconsiderate to the same people they claim to be advocating for the same people that they claim to be advocating for. Now, some people say, well, then Tommy, well, they could turn around and say to y'all, well, you guys have sat there and said a bunch of things and you weren't considerate of how it made people feel. And you guys said that gay people are abomination, right? And, and what they don't realize, first of all, we didn't say any of these things. The Bible said it. If anybody wants to add their own context to it, that's between you and that person. We're no more than messengers. We're just telling you what God's law says, and that is what it is, right? Um, If you feel bad about it, that's a conviction in your spirit. See, here's the difference between what you're saying in that argument and what I'm saying in this one. You're saying to me that I would be making people feel bad because I'm telling them what this book says. You are coming out of your heart with nothing behind it saying something and here's the difference i'm not advocating for these people and also reading them this thing i'm telling them yes i don't hate you i love you i probably love you more than these people over here but these flags love you you know what i'm saying that say that they're your friends and they say they're your allies right but i can't love you and not tell you that your lifestyle is wrong and trust me it ain't just you i'm telling this to i go over here to my street buddies who are far from gay and tell them the same thing all right even my home what other they say he misses having sex i said what do you even get out of that you know i'm not i'm not here to talk to him about who he's having sex with male or female just why you feel like you have to have sex what is this like and it wasn't even me trying to tell make fun of him i was really asking him genuinely at what moments do you get horny like what makes you horny like you know what i'm saying like like when are you horny what time of the day what are you doing probably nothing because if you you know if you're busy you don't have time to even think about stuff like that all the time right so here's the thing about it um 
my whole thing is there's a difference. You're standing there putting your arms around this thing and also sending this thing into a pit of darkness and making these people feel worthless because you want to get an abortion or you want the option to get an abortion. And at one time did you stop and think about, wow, as I sit here and talk about people who are products of rape or would be products of rape or would be products of incest or would be born into poverty, I haven't even sat there in my little selfish stance in my self-indulging flesh-based stance with my lack of faith. We'll get into that in a second. Highlight that. Remember that I just said lack of faith. With living in my own will, not God's, destroying the natural order of things, even the animals to have their order of things. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, while I'm doing that, I didn't even think about the people who were born. And they were born into poverty and they've overcome it. Matter of fact, they probably make more money than me as I'm standing here talking about some abortion, 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 because what about people who don't have money? You mean what about people who don't have faith? You mean those people? And I'm not equating faith to wealth. What I am saying is simple. You are from a, and this is why these people are the last people anyone should look up to. For anybody who's young right now, anybody under my words right now who can hear my voice, listen to what I'm saying. These people are some of the most pathetic people on this planet. I'm just saying that, and I'm saying that from the most love I can possibly find. Okay? I'm saying that from the most love that I can possibly find. What kind of little faith do you have to have to be less than three to four months pregnant talking about well the baby's gonna be born into poverty I just think I should just kill it and that's who people are looking up to that's who's giving you love advice that's who you go to for dating advice that's who you go to to be your life coach come on y'all don't hear me though that's who you go to to be your therapist that's who you send out to be the spokesperson for love and and what is right and what is wrong someone who has such little faith and, and this level of faith that I'm speaking on, if I'm just going to be all the way 100, we can, we can talk about faith in God or we can just talk about faith in general. I mean, how faithless do you have to be to sit there? Because when can they get the abortion? They can't get the abortion eight months in, right? So how faithless do you have to be to be a few months pregnant and say, well, I don't know how I'm going to take care of the baby. And, and I'll, uh, so I have to kill it. Yeah, I have to kill it. And you will... You would look up to someone like that? You would follow behind a group of people like that? Huh? Are you serious? You are sleeping and it is time to wake up and look around. I had to do the same thing. When I was around Refuse Fascism one day, we were organizing a car protest, and I just looked at everybody's bumper stickers. And that's when I really woke up. I was like, wait, I didn't even realize that he's a part of that. And she, oh my gosh. And I'm like, this is who I'm being seen with riding around town? Like, I don't stand for these things. This is, this is what I'm trying to explain to you. Wake up. Look at the people that is standing next to you. 
Look at what leads them. What leads them to say these things? Oh, well, men should have control of my body. That's your argument? In a world where, whether you like it or not, men just happen to be the ones in authority? I mean, do you see huge waves of women running to fight for power? Like... What are you like? What is wrong with some of you guys? What is wrong with some of you guys to you don't even wake up and look at these people? You're following behind somebody who has literally spent the last four to five years of his life trying to become a girl. All the stuff that's going on in the world. And he's saving up money that could help feed the home. This is your this is your leader. That he could help feed the homeless. That could maybe take care of his parents. Maybe take care of his friends. Do something for someone other than himself. So he can get boobs. This is a grown man going to work to get boobs. And you're just like, yeah, well, you know, people can live their life, man. Like, you know, people go like, do you do you not see? Do you not see this, man? Are you mad, man? Are you a madman? Are, are you mad? Explain this, this. This is the people that these people are following behind. And you want to talk about what do you mean selfish? That's that is self-serving. If God wanted you to have breast and look like a girl, you'd be a girl, bro. You'd be a girl, bro. This is what I need you guys to understand. These are the things I need you to comprehend. This is this is it right here. You need to listen to this. Wake up, man. This is who you are following behind. This is who you are. Listen to listen to what I'm about to say. This is who you are fall. Fall. F-A-L-L. See, over here you F-O-L-L. Over there you F-A-L-L. Because you can't do anything but go down with these people. Because they're gonna they're going to destroy themselves. And I've already told you this before, and they don't like to hear me say it because they think I'm, I'm wishing this on them or that I'm happy about this. As a man of God, I can never be happy about what I'm about to say. But this groups of people who are still humans and who I still consider our brothers and sisters, yes, they're going to have to stay over there on that side of the fence at this point. Because there is a time where the, we have to separate the wheat from the what? The tares. And it is it is now. But they're still our brothers and sisters. If they they still have a little bit of time left. To get right. And I would love to be the person to help you or send you to someone if you don't want to come through me or whatever like that. But what I can say is this. Those people, if they don't change, their suicide rate is going to be the highest suicide rate you've ever seen. And and, and just give it, I give it 20 years tops. Because they're not going anywhere. I couldn't even imagine. You know, what's crazy is a lot of men, right, are insecure about their their, let's, let's say it, it's raw sex, we'll talk about it, it's their penis size, right? Do you see any of these men out here literally 
going on like life journeys, like literally like putting everything to the side to try to figure out how they can make their penises bigger. Like, I, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine my homeboy and all he talks about is trying to trying to get a, his penis bigger. I'm like, oh, man, yeah, I see you got a new job. You got two jobs now, man? Yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm trying to save up, man. I'm trying to get that penis surgery. Like, really, bro? Like, you don't want a family? Didn't you say your brother just got out of jail? Like, you ain't got nothing else to do for no one else? You just, you're literally living to get your penis bigger? Like, this is your goal in life. This is your goal in life. Because what are you going to do with this bigger penis? I mean, what, do you pee better? Are you going to, like... Like be able to run faster or something. So what? What is a trans person getting breast for? I mean, they can't breastfeed, so they're not, I don't want to hear anything about no breastfeeding. It's to look like a woman and to maybe attract more men, so they can have more sex. That's what it comes back down to. This is your leader, someone that's that consumed by something, someone that is that much of a slave, someone that is that much in bondage. This is who you look up to. Someone who is so in bondage that they have to literally live their lives to get a boob job. Take this any way you want to take it. You want to take away from trans? Okay, let's talk about these girls that are saving up money, selling their bodies, doing all kind of weird stuff just to get a BBL. Just to get weave. How many women spend thousands of dollars on their hair every year who don't even make that much money. You're not even six figures, but you spend thousands of dollars on your hair every year. This one girl told me she spends $600 every two months to get her hair done. So what is that? At least what, 3,600 she's spending on her hair a year? How many people do you think she donated to that year? How many, anything did she do for anyone in her personal circle or a, a stranger? Oh, but that hair was laid and slayed every two months. Self-serving. Look at me, look at me. This is the group that you guys follow, the look at me group. The look at me, look at me, I look at me, I'm high and mighty. Look at me, I'm so sexy. Look at me, I'm I'm now a girl, I'm living my best life. Look at me. I am a feminist. Look at me. I'm a beta male female worshiper look at me dude shut up like well yeah well which one y'all gonna come do something because i'm 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 that christian i'm that one i'm the one that i'm the one that will throw hands with you Mm mm-hmm and give you a hug right after brother so what's up you done found the wrong one today but I tell you right now, I'm definitely the right one. But you done found it today if you was looking for it. Oh, you done found it. So I want you guys to really think about who you're following behind when you're out here following behind these people who, who have nothing for you. Okay? They don't even care about the people around them that they claim to be advocating for. As long as them and their little insecurities and their little weaknesses and their fear of men being in control their bitterness and their resentment gets a nice little hug and a blanket as long as they get a nice little hug and a blanket for their insecurities and their weaknesses ooh they don't care about nobody else and that's who you follow behind meanwhile we're trying to teach you the deliverance and salvation and peace beyond understanding 
Look at these people. None of them are at peace. Not any of them are at peace. The only time I'm not at peace these days is when I'm talking about one of y'all straight up. But it has to be done. They don't have any peace in their life. How could you say you have peace in your life and you talking about some, well, what about the baby that's born into poverty? Ain't y'all, wait, ain't, ain't y'all supposed to be getting money though? What you talking about? Well, why don't you build something for the kids born out of poverty instead of trying to kill the kids that you think are going to be born out of, into poverty? Huh? Foster care. How many kids have went into foster care and been molested and raped? A lot. But since you like to play little rare occurrences games, <laughs> y'all, y'all ready for this next one? Y'all ready for this next one? What about the kids who went into foster care and didn't get raped and molested? Hmm? I have two friends I grew up with that were adopted. And both of them would tell you right now that they're sure glad they were adopted by the families they were adopted by. Got a friend named Nate. He's uh, half Mexican, half white. His... One of his parents is in jail. The other one, I think, is dead. Or the other one's in jail, too, I think. His real parent. He got adopted by a rich white man and this woman. And now he lives on a lake in Clemson, South Carolina and plays golf all day. I mean, this. I mean, you want to talk about rare occurrences, right? I'm just saying, you want to talk about rare occurrences, right? Is that what you want to talk about? You want to use rare occurrences? to say why something should be available to everybody and why this is something that we shouldn't even have opinion on or facts on. Okay, well, cool. Well, let's talk about this fact that I have two friends that I know were adopted. I don't, I can't think of anybody else I know of that was adopted. And both of them, I'm pretty sure they would pick their adopted parents over their regular parents any day. And that's not even just off of love. I'm just talking about off the lifestyle, baby. Shoot. My dad, he didn't adopt uh, Kaylee and Jordan, but he took them under his wings, and I'm pretty sure they were happy because of that. I'm pretty sure they were happy because of that. So let's talk about let's, let's talk about rare occurrences. Oh, but you don't want to go there because it's only about you. It's not about everybody. Because if you were thinking about everybody, you would think about these rape kids that are alive, the ones that didn't get aborted. You would think about the kids that are born to poverty who are alive, the ones that didn't get aborted. You would think about the kids who went into foster care, the ones who are alive that didn't get aborted. You would think about the ones that were incest babies who are alive and weren't aborted. What's the other one that y'all like to use? Oh, disabilities. Oh, that's, that's, I don't even, we didn't even talk about disabilities. We're not even going to talk about disabilities. But yeah, those ones who are the gifts to us. Actually, let's talk about how lovely it is to be around people with disabilities. How nice and sweet and beautiful and amazing and chair. Like, how sick do you have to be to try to portray that their lives are so worthless and so invaluable that we should kill off babies? First of all, let's talk about disabilities really quick. A lot of these kids, ain't nobody know they're going to have disabilities until they were born. So, and based on your logic, we should just kill all babies then, huh? There's no more babies in the world because there's a possibility that they'll come out and be disabled. So what about them? How you think they feel? So you don't even care about kids with disabilities no more? Dang. That's messed up. But I'll tell you one thing, man. The will has to happen. Oh, and it will. 
No matter what you say, no matter what you protest. So you get out there and you do what you want to do, white woman. And black girls following her. Yeah, let's talk about it. I was shocked. I was like, what, black women out there talking about pro-abortion? Why would they do that? Look at our community. We getting shot. We shooting each other. We don't need anything less. We need more. The more, the merrier. Yeah, because there's a possibility that this little boy might grow up to be a thug, but it's also a possibility he might grow up to be the next Martin Luther King. I mean, imagine had his mama killed him. And Malcolm X mama killed him. And Marcus Garvey mama, Fred Hammond. Uh, what, what, what about, you know what I'm saying? What about Gandhi? Nelson Mandela. Some people say, well, what about Adolf Hitler? Rare occurrences. Rare occurrences. They go both ways. And you're not God. And see, that's what Satan wants everybody to feel like is that they're God. They're in complete control. Do what you want to do. Because that's what got him kicked out of heaven. And he wants you metaphorically kicked out of heaven as well. So you're not even going to get, you forget kicked out. You ain't even going to get the chance to go up there. He don't even want you to get a chance to go up there. He don't want to burn in hell alone. He don't want to burn in hell alone. And the more people he can get to miss the rapture, the more he can twist the rapture to just look like an alien abduction or something like that. Because if there's billions of people that disappeared off the earth right now, we know it. That's an act of God. But if just a couple thousand, you know, he could say, you know, well, you know, this, 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 it wasn't God. It was just an aliens. Uh, that wasn't God. That was just, uh, you know, it's easier to flip a couple thousand people going missing, maybe even a hundred thousand, maybe even two million. Because in the ideal world, billions of people would go missing. See, I know the devil's tricks. I used to play with him. So I know what he, I know what he's up to. And that's something that he, that's another big goal of his is get as many people to miss the rapture as possible. Get as many people to miss the rapture as possible so that way it's an easier lie to tell to cover up the rapture. Because you best believe that when the rapture happens, there's going to be places, and there are places right now that are so sinned out, bro. Nobody around there is going to go missing. And the people who go missing are going to be very small people. The janitor that you don't talk to. You know, the that old guy who sits on the corner every day. Like... There's places that aren't even going to probably even know until they get on the news. And then at that point, they'll just look at the news. Like they look at any other news. Oh, God. Yeah, I heard 10,000 people are missing in, 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 in uh, Europe, y'all. Oh, yeah, yeah. We heard about it, yeah. What y'all finna do today? You're so sinned out where they at. Ain't nobody finna go missing over there. I mean, imagine imagine being in the club when the rapture happened. You ain't gonna know nothing. <laughs> imagine being in the strip. Imagine being in the magic city. Imagine being down in Magic City down in Atlanta when the rapture happened. Hey, you ain't you you gonna go home that night and not know nothing. You ain't gonna know nothing till the morning when you wake up and you finally get over that hangover and you check your phone and say, oh snap. Holy smokes. You ain't gonna know nothing. I mean literally imagine being in Magic City when the rapture happens. You know? Imagine being in Vegas on the strip when the rapture happens. Right? 
Where? Imagine being in Midtown anywhere in Imagine being anywhere in Midtown Atlanta when the rapture happens. Huh? You know it's gonna be funny if it happens during the daytime on a Sunday and some of y'all in church and don't know why anymore. <laughs> you're gonna be like, I'm at the wrong church. I was at the wrong church. The pastors are there preaching. Y'all get out of church, you go on Instagram. Boom, the rapture happened. You like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're gonna go in there and want to refund. I want my ten dollars back. Excuse hey, Mr. Uh Pastor, you know I ain't even call you. What's your real name? J- James, come here, I want my money back. Give me that, give me that offering bucket. Give me that money back. Man, you ain't no You're gonna be mad. You, Lord, you're gonna be mad. You gonna want your money back. All these self coaches, they're gonna go hiding. When that rapture happened. Y'all gonna be wanting refunds from all them seminars y'all be attending. Hi, my name is Leslie. I'm a real estate marketing expert. Yeah, where's where she gonna help you then? I am John Gregory. I'm a... Oh. They don't even think about these people. Jesus Christ came to earth. Yeshua came to earth and he thought about everybody. He said no. He told them Pharisees. He told the whole world when he did it. No. This ain't just for Jews and Israelites. This is for everyone. Even the Gentiles too. You don't include everybody at your party. I can't come to your party. Can I come to the gay party? I can't come to the gay what? I'm, I'm, I'm what? I can't go to the feminist party? I can't go to the Democrat party. I got money. Let me in. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you saying uh, next Friday? You hear me knocking? Well, let me in. Let, let me in. I'm Uncle Elroy. Let me in. Well, I can't come. You can come to my party. You can come to my party. I got rules, but you can come. Can I come to your party? Meet me at Georgia State campus this Friday. I'm, I want to have a party. Let's have a party. Hey, ho, where you want to go? Make sure you got some toenail polish on your toes. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I got to go. Either way it goes, y'all got life messed up. They standing there and you need to watch who you're standing next to when you, I'm telling you, I've noticed this. I'm telling you, it's a lot of vulnerability out here, man. It's sad and I pray for it. All day I sit, I sit around praying. It's a lot of vulnerability. And people are looking for something to be a part of. Something that makes them feel good. But I'm going to tell you, those things over there might feel like they're making you feel good, but it's temporary. Tell me you don't go home and still feel lonely. Tell me you don't go home and still feel depressed. Tell me you don't go home and still feel miserable. Because your whole happiness is dependent on things that aren't even happy. It's a bunch. I, I thought about it one time. I said, you know, the club is really just a room full of sad people acting happy. Because if one thing goes wrong, they're not happy no more. It was like I was saying to someone earlier today, I was saying about self-love and selfies, right? People who I love myself and they sit up there and they get infatuated with the way they look. 
how could that be love if if and let me say how, how how much it's not love and it's such a actually it's it, it does the, it does the worst thing for you because the one time you get a pimple the one time you, you you gain a little weight so your face doesn't have that 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 bone structure popping out no more like yeah y'all don't hear me though the one time you can't use your iPhone because you, you know broke it you had to get an Android right quicker you going through some financial turmoil and you can't get that good quality picture no more the the one time that you can't get the weave done the one time that you can't uh you, 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 for the men your your you, your penis print ain't as popping as it was the day before. You don't, you don't, you don't love yourself anymore. You now you upset. The one time you post a picture, you don't get five, you don't get uh, five likes in, in literally three seconds. You upset. What kind of love is that? If we were to take that and try to translate that between two people now, not just you and yourself. This is why selfishness is one of the most destructive things to self and everyone around you, right? If you take that same mentality and translate it, which you will, if that's how you live in, the one time this person don't pick up the phone, F them. I'll cut them off. And, and Lord God, I'm not saying F them like I'm cursing. I'm just, that's the way these people talk. That's the way I talk when I was there in that same space that a lot of y'all are still in. The one time. You love me until I say, hey, sis, I seen you on Instagram talking about pro-choice. What's up with that? Now, oh, so you one of those types. You don't, you want to be my friend no more. You love me until I say, oh, no, I'm not really with Biden. I was really more with Trump. I don't like either of them, but Trump is really who I really stand. Now you don't love me no more. We see it every day. People cutting off friends, family members, boyfriends, girlfriends. I'm pretty sure even divorces have happened in the last couple of years because somebody said, "Ah, I mean, I don't agree with that." So what you think? So you think what? So you think gay is wrong? I, I, no, I'm just saying, like you know, I mean, it's just not natural. What? Oh, so oh, oh, yeah, oh. like dang, dang. I don't know about all Christians, but true Christians don't cut off their friends because their friends say, I don't know about Jesus. We just lean into them more and press into them more and show them. Why can't you just show me? Oh, because you don't have anything to back up what you're saying. I don't have to cut you off because you tell me God ain't real. It don't affect nothing on me. Now, you're not going to come and disrespect God in my face because I'm one of those ones like I told you. But at the same time, like, I don't got to cut you off because you say that. Right? Because I can show you that God real. I don't even got to. I ain't even got to do nothing. I'm just looking at your life and show you all the things he done kept you alive through. You going to, if you know me from the past, you like, well, I done seen something happen to you, bro. That's just What'd you do? Go to counseling or something? Nope, no counselor. I haven't been to counseling since I was at least uh, 16 years old. Nope, no counseling. Well, did you um, did you ever get back cool with your ex-girlfriend? Nope. I don't know where she is. I don't, I don't know. Nope. Well, did you... uh, You've been smoking more weed, huh? I don't smoke anything. It's the shrooms. I haven't done shrooms in like over a year. Uh, did you... Uh, hey, uh, no, it's no. It's just... It's literally just God, bro. I just gave it up. I just gave up. That's all. Yeah. If you tried everything else, what's the worst that's gonna happen from trying this though? What's the worst thing that can happen from you giving your life to Jesus? I mean, what's what's the worst that can happen, man? What you just ended back at square one? Okay, cool. 
but at least we gave it a try. Did you try? Did you really try though? Or did you just give God like 70%, 50%, 80%? You'll give the world 100%. You'll go to a club that you don't like, with people you don't like, wearing clothes that make you uncomfortable, being around people that stink. Let's talk about it. Let's be real. Let's be real. Oh, we, I'm fired up now. Hold on. I'll be right back. Hold on. Okay. You, you have all, you have these people, right? That are, that are doing all these things. Right or wrong. Right? You, you, you gave that 100%. You were uncomfortable. I've seen people do it. And let me tell you something. I'm going to just say something for the, for those who are listening. If you're uncomfortable in the world, that's because God is calling you out of it. Come on now. Come on now. Yeah, a lot of people don't want to admit that they are uncomfortable in the world. I look at y'all's Instagrams. I see the videos. You look uncomfortable, sir, ma'am. You look uncomfortable up and down. You hot. You don't like the people you're sitting next to. And more than anything, you look disturbed. You know what I mean by disturbed? It's just like how I'm doing this episode right now. If somebody just come banging on the door, just that type of disturbed. My peace has been interrupted. That's what you look like. And some of y'all, y'all go in there, it's the best place for you to be. Hey. Many are called. They didn't say everybody is called. Few are chosen, right? So, but I'm telling you, if you in the world and you forcing yourself to be in that world, and you y'all know who you are. Your spirit right now is telling you, dang, this dude, it's almost like he's talking directly to me. Your spirit is convicted. I need everybody to share this episode with at least five people. Come on. Come on. At least five people. Your spirit is convicted right now. Because you were just in the club just last night. You had the sex with people you don't like. It feel good in the moment and you go home. And you feel lonely. You feel disgusting. You feel tired. You can't wait to take the dress off. I've always been holding your stomach. You can't breathe. And by the way, that, the clothing thing, for all you guys wearing these tight clothes, and the women wearing tight clothes, that has long-term effects on your body if you're not wearing clothes that actually fit you. Now, I'm not talking about, I'm not coming at people for wearing tight clothes. I'm coming at people who are wearing tight clothes on bodies that don't need to be wearing that size. You need to get a bigger size of leggings or something. I'm not saying don't wear your leggings. Wear your leggings, but you need to get some bigger leggings. Brother, you, you, the myriad, they're not, they, when they make these clothes, they don't make them for big people. Stop squeezing your big body in them little bitty clothes. You got, you, I just seen brothers have to walk different because they got the new shoes on. They don't want to make the creases. You know, I, I used to be there. Now you, 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 got, you got the new shoe walk. We're doing a new shoe walk. Walking up in the club with the new shoes on. You can't, you can't fold your feet up too much. Okay? 
Who are you standing next to? What are you standing for? How do these things help you grow? How do you feel when you go home? Can you tell everybody in your life what you've done in the last 72 hours? Because there's not a soul on this planet that I'd feel ashamed to tell them what I've been doing lately. I can call my mom and tell them what I've been doing. I can call my dad and tell them what I've been doing. I can call my little kids and my my family and tell them what I've been doing. I can call the big kids in my family and tell them what I've been doing. I can go to my teachers and tell them what I've been doing. I can go to my preacher and tell them what I've been doing. I can go to a stranger and tell them what I've been doing. I can go to God and tell them what I've been doing. Can you go to God right now and tell them what you've been doing? If you have shame in your game, then it is lame and it will lead you to the flames. It's time to throw it away. Can I get an amen? Can I get a hallelujah? You should be able to be proud of every single thing that you do. Every single song that you play. If you got to turn the song off when they get in the car, it ain't for you, my brother. If you got to turn that TV show off when they walk in the room, you shouldn't be watching it, my brother. If you got to stop what you're doing and act like you were doing something else, come on, y'all don't hear me! You living a life of shame. Show your mama your Instagram. You post it in your story. Post it on your page. Make your page public. Well, I would. It ain't even that I'm ashamed, but you know, my ex-boyfriend. Why are you dating boys that do stuff like that? Your circle is a reflection of you. Well, I just don't trust people. You don't, no, you don't trust God. Because if you trust in God, and you put your real trust in God, you give 100% to God, you have faith in God, he ain't going to allow nobody to make a fool of you. But when you separate from God, and he, look, he's so loving, he's always going to be there. But when you, because when you, you have free will, when you separate from God, you on your own right now. You told God I could do it myself. I'm going to go out here and promote the abortions. Because I can do it myself, God. I know you might have something for me, but I want what I want. Your little human ways can't do nothing that God can do. You want this little thing. It is simple stuff, bro. It is very simple things. You want this little thing. I said, God, you know what? I'm going to just... I want to pay off my license to get it unsuspended, but I'll just ride around Atlanta because APD ain't as bad as Cobb County Police. God said, I said, God said, no, give it to me. I gave it to him. Boom. Everything's just paid off, right? Now I drive wherever I want. I feel like driving through Kennesaw right now because I know if I get pulled over, I ain't going to jail. I ain't got nothing to hide. That's what it means to walk in light. When they say, living your truth. What truth could you be living if you're trying to change who you are? If you're trying to say, well, I naturally got pregnant, but I'm going to unnaturally kill the baby. What, what truth is that? 
Huh? Since when is that living in a truth? That's not living in a truth. That's dying in a lie. Because see, what 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 having a child does is turn a girl into a woman. Now your body can do things that other girls' bodies can't do just yet. It's the ultimate expression of femininity. And you've killed it. Because you had fear about these things. And, well, I got raped and I think the baby going to be depressed when he find out. And I'm going to be depressed and 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 and... and. And, and this is who you follow? Someone that's living in weakness like that? Someone who accepts their weakness like that? Huh? People always say, accept me who I am. No, uh-uh, that's not love. Because who you are right now is no good. And you know that. What do you mean accept you for who you are? You have an obese person. Like, you need to accept me for who I am. You don't even accept you for who you are, first of all. That's number one. Because my validation wouldn't even be needed if that was the case. Number two, if I love you, which the ultimate form of love, since we're talking about abortion, is the love that a parent has for his child. Come on now. It's like we are the children of God. That's why his love is the ultimate love. Because he's the ultimate parent and we are the ultimate children. Right? Right? So, 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 if I love you, why would I accept you in obesity knowing what obesity does to people? Physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Huh? They don't want to hear what I'm about to say. You know how selfish you got to be to be fat? Now, they didn't like that one. Somebody just got touched. Somebody didn't like that one. Somebody did not like that one. Ooh, somebody didn't like that one, y'all. They mad at me now. That is, okay, come on, bro. You Now you talk about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How you get that fat? You ain't sharing your food with nobody? Hey. 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 I'm just saying, man. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. And I hope this is a good message. Share it. But I'm telling you right now, man, abortion is not of God. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex and I'm out.